0: This is a download from The Wireless Theatre Company. Chocolate Orange Biscuits, a selection of short plays by Lisa Parry.
1: From Brum to Manhattan. Hello? Sorry? What? No, no, this isn't 24-hour pizza. Uh, No. 4297, not 4293. Uh, Yeah, okay. Look, it's fine, really. It's happened before. Yeah. Yeah, look, can you just stop apologising? Okay. Bye. No. Look, you can't have any extra mushrooms, okay? Don't you know? Dave? Oh... Everything okay? Oh, you've landed. Right. Well, that's great. Flight okay? Brilliant. Yeah, sleep, actually. Well... Sort of. (laughs) 3am. Yeah. No, it's... Oh. Right, okay, I... Oh, yeah. Bye. Why do you have to call? Oh! Well, that's great, bloody great. I'm wide awake. Thank you, Dave. Thank you so bloody much. looking at it isn't going to help, is it? Come on... Why do you want a cup of tea, anyway? It's hardly going to help me get back to sleep, is it? I mean, great idea, Kirsty. You can't sleep, so you have yet another shot of caffeine. <laughs> Amazing, intuitive, fucking brilliant. Oh, please hurry up. The thing is, right, the thing that really annoys me about this is that I'd be asleep right now if Dave hadn't gone to New York. Because he wouldn't have woken me up then, would he? He wouldn't have rung if he was here. It's just too great an opportunity to turn down. Bollocks. Why didn't he just say it? I can't live with you anymore, cursed. I love you, but I wish I didn't. He sounded shattered, though, poor lamb. But he didn't have to call to tell me he was starting his new life without me. I'd have figured that out tomorrow, if there was no news of a plane crash on TV. Hmm. We had goodbye sex on the top of the freezer before he left. That was nice. Heaven. Sorry about the swearing, if you've noticed it. Some people don't. My mother would have a fit. She's always pulling me up on it. But, but who wouldn't swear if they'd been woken up at three in the morning by their ex? Well, sort of. Telling them they'd landed and will now go and have a fantastic time without them leaving them here. Here. Oh, fuck. Is this all there is now? Cups of tea in the early hours. Pretty rubbish masturbation. And a side of the bed that's too cold for me to even touch. Maybe this is how Nana felt when Grandad died. It's just that it was so damn good, you know. Me and Dave. I I don't just mean the sex. The whole thing was good for a time. All of it. Yeah, I know. Unheard of, isn't it? Why the hell am I blaming Dave for me being awake at this hour anyway? It was a pizza guy who woke me. Well, not even him just some lonely sod wanting a pizza. (laughs) They don't deliver at this time anyway. 24-hour pizza. That's a joke. You have to go and pick it up after one if you get a craving. And what if you can't move because you're so pregnant and the only thing that will make you happy in the early hours is a family-sized pizza with extra mushrooms and garlic and the odd pepper. It's cruel. But that's the English for you, isn't it, though? Shoddy service and encouraged misconception. It's not like this in New York. Dave said you can get anything you want there. Food and drink, I mean, at any time. You can get sushi delivered to your door at five in the morning if you get the urge. But you can't get a cup of Yorkshire tea, though. And Yorkshire tea's his favourite. He did ask me to go with him. I'm not lying. He really did. No one believes me when I say that. Who wouldn't want to go live in New York? I didn't, though. Well, not then, anyway. I said no. I'd have had to leave my job. Okay, I hate it, but it's a job, right? And I didn't want to leave my friends, family, I mean, all the usual stuff, hardly original. And then they don't need another twenty-something out there, do they? Head in the clouds, chasing the American dream. Whatever that is. I've always wanted to see the Statue of Liberty, though, ever since I was little. Dave said he'd email me a picture of it. He's renting a flat, no, sorry, an apartment on Staten Island. So I'll see it every day when he sails into Manhattan on the ferry. That's where I'd want to live, if I'd gone with him. Manhattan. Probably Midtown. I don't know why. I just like the sound of it. Midtown Manhattan. The ferry's free, though, apparently. Can't imagine anything being free here. Not since they've built selfridges and could charge more for everything. Christ, I'm hungry. Crumbs in the bed. <laughs> Dave never liked that. Whenever he got from back in from late, he'd loads of crumbs on the sheets. <laughs> Curse, do you think I'm a pigeon or something, he'd say. I like pigeons There's an honesty about them I hated it when he was on nights I'd wake up and hear the furniture rumbling Like now Can you hear it? Sounds like the flat is slowly falling apart I wanted to get a dog, you know, so I wasn't alone But Dave said we couldn't because it wouldn't be fair with us being at work I suppose I could now Oh, Jesus. I have to be in work in less than six hours. Fuck. I'll be useless all day and Nathan, that's my boss, will think I'm hung over again. Fuck. Maybe I shouldn't go. To work, I mean. Maybe I just shouldn't turn up, head to International instead and, and jump on a plane to Newark. What do you think? Yeah, I know, Impulsive. But what's wrong with that? I'm only 26. Why not be impulsive and move to New York with Dave? Christ, why not? I'm sure I'd be happier. Everyone seems so much happier over there, don't they? When you see them all on TV. Not sure I'd like the flight though. The first time Dave went for the interview, he said the flight was awful. The woman kept trying to feed him chicken, even though he's a vegetarian. She said that's all they had. Couldn't she tempt him with just a little bit? It's not like it's cow or anything. Dave tried to explain the de process to her, but it was no good. She just smiled at him and flashed her mouthful of perfectly capped teeth. And that's another reason why I'm glad he's gone. I mean, a male vegetarian. Go through your friends and give me the percentage of male veggies you know compared to female veggies and you'll immediately realise he's perverse. He only did it to draw attention to himself, I swear. Can you imagine the sheer hell I went through when we went to Paris on our first couple holiday? At least I won't have to put up with that anymore. My dad said when I told him Dave was leaving, at least I'll be able to eat snails in peace. Yeah, that's something. Maybe I should straighten my hair for work. Save me bothering when I get up. I could have a lion, then. Oh, Kirsty, go to sleep for God's sake! Right. Go. To sleep. 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 Why do people say, for God's sake? I did it then, did you hear me? I mean... It's not as if anyone believes in God anymore. Well, no one I know, so it's kind of pointless. I think about these things sometimes. My favorite question is, and I bet you don't know the answer. Why do they say they're in a pickle? Why aren't they pickled? How can you be in a pickle? I mean, are you trapped in one of those little onions or or a bit of cabbage or what? (laughs) God, the crap that goes through my head all the fucking time. Jesus! Kirsty, go to fucking sleep! I'm gonna straighten my hair. There's no point trying to sleep not when I've got caffeine in my system. No, no, I'm not. When I was a kid, my dad used to get to sleep by listing all the English cricket teams in his head in alphabetical order. He never got as far as Gloucestershire. My mum used to count sheep jumping over a gate, but I decided that didn't work after I got to 1,032 and a half. I decided lambs didn't make a whole sheep. Should I go to New York tomorrow or not? You see... The worst thing about being awake at this hour is there's no one to talk all this stuff through with. Well, other than Dave, I suppose. I know he's up, but I can't ring him on his mobile, it's too expensive. And anyway, it's not tri-band. I wonder if that was deliberate. Now I'm being paranoid. I mean, he rang me from the airport, didn't he? Well, that means something. I could call my mum, ask her. No, too early. Oh, ten past three. Hey, Mr. Tambourine Man, play a song for me. La 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 la. Oh, great. It's going round in my head now. Fun fucking tastic. God, I know I don't believe in you or anything, but if you're going to make me an insomniac, could you at least? Treat me to a revelation at night, rather than sending me second-rate songs. My auntie Nora used to shag Uncle Philip to in my grandparent's shed. <sighs> I'm going to pack. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to pack. I'm not going to straighten my hair. I'm going to pack. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Oh, Kirsty, for fuck's sake. That way, if I decide to go to the airport instead of going to work, I can just go, can't I? I can just pull my suitcase through the door after me and then it's goodbye, Bram, hello, NYC. Or I could go to work and think about it tomorrow night. No rush or anything. He's only just there himself. He'll be tired. He won't want me just turning up. Not after I said no. And I can't really run out on work. My parents, friends. I can't just go like that. I mean, there's the flat. I still have to pay for the car. Maybe I should sleep on it. Mum's right. Things always seem clearer in the morning. I knew I shouldn't have had that cup of tea.
0: Throwing oranges to the ducks. (laughs) Dad? What?
2: Do you think ducks like oranges? What? It's just all the other kids are throwing bread.
0: Well, you're not all the other kids, are you?
2: No. But Dad... What? It wasn't my idea to throw oranges, it was yours.
0: We had some left over. Susie made an orange cake for my birthday yesterday. Oh. I'm sure the ducks don't mind them.
2: They're not eating them.
0: Maybe they're fussy ducks. They should be grateful. I mean, you could be hurling whole oranges at their heads, not just pieces. You could be trying to drown them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Did ducks get scurvy? What? Scurvy. We did about it at school. Sailors on boats used to get it.
0: No, ducks don't get scurvy. Do you? I could do.
2: Is that why Susie made you orange cake for your birthday, so that you wouldn't get
0: it? Possibly.
2: Did mum ever make you orange cake? No. No. Maybe that's because she wanted you to die.
0: Not when we were together, she didn't.
2: Well, I die if I don't eat orange cake? (laughs)
0: No. Children don't die from lack of orange cake anymore.
2: The duck looks bored.
0: Yeah, he does a bit.
2: He thinks the lady duck is ignoring him because she likes the ducklings so much.
0: I'm sure he likes the ducklings too. Dad? Yes?
2: Is that why you live with Susie now? Because she makes your orange cake.
0: What?
2: Mum says she can't see why you want to live with a fucking trumped-up whore, so I was wondering, maybe it's because she makes nice cake.
0: Your mother shouldn't say things like that to you.
2: She didn't. She said it to Grandma on the phone. She thought I was asleep. Dad? What? Do you think Susie would teach me how to make orange cake? If that's why you stay?
1: Giving of flowers.
3: You could have brought flowers. I wanted to. But you didn't have time? No. No. Oh. I mean, I don't mind. No? No, I don't mind. The others mind. They think it's getting a bit messy, my bit. Rotting petals everywhere. Lara, you know I never let my standards drop. No, I remember. So I'd appreciate... Some new flowers. If you wouldn't mind. Any particular kind? Not really, as long as they're not wilting. (laughs) No lilies, though. The pollen might stain the grave. Anything? Not yet. Straighten your back, Lara. You're sitting like a drunken tramp. I'm well, thanks for asking. I was going to... Well, as well as can be expected. What with the worms and everything? I thought you wanted to be buried. I'm not blaming you. You said, you
1: specifically said burial, not cremation, with a rosary.
3: Yes, I'm pleased you remembered that. It helps pass the time. Look, look, Lara. Mm? Should you be doing that here? Sorry? People might see. See what? That! This? Who? There's no one here. Please, Lara, there are hundreds in here with nothing to do except poke their nose into other people's business. It's bad enough that you urinated on that little stick in the cemetery. I didn't do it outside. I went to the loos. Mm Hmm. Clean? Yes. Good. Why you couldn't do all this at home is beyond me. No, I mean, God forbid I'd want to share something this important with my own mother. What's that supposed to mean? nothing. We've been through this before. (laughs) What? When you were eight, you thought you were pregnant then. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) You said it was because you'd eaten too many oranges.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I remember.
3: Oh, no. Well? Fuck. Let me see. You may have read it wrong. Fuck. Lara. Bollocks. Lara, please stop swearing. You know it doesn't suit you. I mean, how? How? The usual way, I should think, unless you're still stuck on the magical properties of vitamin C. I don't understand. We're always careful. We couldn't be more careful. Lara, sit down. You're pregnant. It's not a terminal illness. It may as well be. Nonsense. What will I do about work? We can't afford this. Shit. You must have been planning for a baby at some point. Well, what did you think your womb was for? Hmm? Some kind of giant herring cupboard in case your internal organs decided to have a spring clean? A baby will be good for you. It'll help you move on from things, if nothing else. What things? My accident, for one. I should call Stew. Yes, I suppose you should. Don't be like that. He liked you. He had a funny way of showing it, with his seasonal nut roast. He didn't know you were allergic. Anyway, you didn't have to eat it. I was being polite. Still, I suppose it would be sensible to tell him if it's his. Of course it's his. What do you think I am? Mm, Just checking. Well, there may have been someone else. After all, you hopped into bed with him rather quickly. No, I didn't. Your father and I suspected you were pregnant when you married him so fast. We loved each other. We love each other. Dad wouldn't have thought that. At least it means the baby's legitimate, I suppose. Poor little tyke with a vegan tree warrior for a father. Stew's a doctor as well. He'll probably wanted to grow up into the next Mahatma Gandhi. Well, it's better than growing into the next Hitler. Lara! Shh! Fuck! Forgotten to charge it again? Yes. It was always were forgetful. Maybe you forgot to take a pill. Mum, do you mind? What?
1: I was only speculating. No, you weren't. You were getting at me. Again. Oh, Jesus. Does it hurt giving birth? Lara.
3: No, tell me. You never said. A little. But you forget about it soon enough. It's just a few hours of pain and then there's this little baby. Your baby at the end of it. Really? No. It's excruciating, agonising, and I've never quite forgiven you for it. Is that what you want to hear? What am I going to do? Tell me what to do. Mm -mm. I can't anymore. You know that. Sweetheart.
1: I knew it would be positive. I went to Starbucks yesterday and saw them in there. You know, all those women who'd given up work, sat talking. (sighs) Wow. That's
3: nice. Nice? They were talking utter drivel. That's not fair. Why do you have to always be so judgmental? All they had in common were their fat little
1: babies. Oh, they weren't all fat, were they? Well, most. And I thought, I realised then, if it was positive, it wouldn't be fair of me to have it. I don't want it. I mean, none of this is fair. You're a mother, not me. And you're dead. How can you be dead when you're my mother? You made me.
3: What were they wearing? What?
1: Oh, uh, mostly Stella McCartney.
3: Not the women, Lara. (laughs) The babies.
1: Oh, uh, whatever babies wear. uh, Those pink and blue things, you know, to make sure they don't get confused and turn gay. One of them had the most adorable little kiss curl unfurling over her ear. She offered me a half-chewed biscuit. (laughs) I had to pretend to eat this soggy thing that was mashed in her little hand. Her skin was so soft. It reminded me of Grandma's.
3: Mm. I didn't recognise you when you came out. (laughs) I remember you saying... You weren't how I'd imagined. You were like a little alien. (laughs) Here... What's that? A daisy. I've been growing it for you. I thought you could wear it behind your ear, something to remember me by. Keep still. There. Lovely. Just like when you were a little girl, huh? It's a nice name, isn't it? Daisy? Yes, it's pretty. Mum,
1: I don't think I can do this. Mum, please.
4: Hot chocolate and therapy. You see, the thing is... I mean, I don't want to put this too bluntly. After all, we both know it, but, you know... Saying it in words is always so much harder than not saying it in words, don't you think? Anyway, the thing is, well, this is, how can I put this? Wrong? That came out rather bluntly, didn't it? Probably because wrong is monosyllabic. What do you mean you don't know what monosyllabic means? Of course you do. Mono equals one, syllabic equals number of syllables, so monosyllabic equals one syllable. And hence, blunt. I should have said unethical. Yes, unethical is so much better than wrong, because it shows that people know it's wrong, but they go on doing it anyway. Why? Selfish pleasure, dear. Why do people do anything but for selfish pleasure? Maybe I shouldn't say that. I mean, I'm not saying he's selfish. He's anything but, really. Especially when you know. Immoral? Yes, immoral's the word to describe it. Definitely immoral. Dear, I think the situation as it stands is immoral, and I do not wish to slide any further down this slope of immorality. God, I sound like my mother. She says things are immoral all the time. She says it so much, I'm never sure whether to believe it or not anymore. She says I'm immoral. Maybe I shouldn't have told her about the time when... I don't know quite why she became so upset that she wouldn't speak to me for days. I mean, the whole incident came straight out of an Edwina Curry novel she'd given me for Christmas. Mummy, I need your advice. Is it something to do with your holiday on the continent, darling? Well, it wasn't quite the continent, Mummy. It was only Ibiza. An island is an island, Rachel. Well, quite. Anyway, Mummy, I think I may have, you know led someone on a bit too much and I'm not quite sure what to do about it. Darling, tell me about it. A dark, handsome Spanish stranger. A rich, dark, handsome Spanish stranger. Oh, did Cassandra Fitzjones see you? Did she tell her parents? Have they informed the golf club? Well, actually, Mummy, there was a Spaniard. I invited him in and let him smear chocolate all over my naked body and then lick it off. And when my orgasmic cries woke Cassandra up, he asked her to join us. And I don't have his telephone number. And I'm not sure how to get it or what to do. Yes. Definitely immoral. But Steve. Steve. You see, Steve is like coffee. Neatly packaged, a specimen of a mass-produced brand. That of the English middle classes. But one who always makes you want to choose his quite specific label. Addictive and bad for your health. Well... My health, anyway. A commodity deemed necessary to me by me, which is bad in the long term for mental concentration and harms the livelihoods of countless unknown others. Well, one other. One known and counted other. One known and counted female other. Bastard. My mother? No, she's not like coffee at all. Heavens no. Tea. Definitely a tea person. No, not those new old fashioned teas that you buy in health shops, but the more traditional English breakfast ones with a little string attached to each tea bag. Yes, that's right. The more expensive version of Tetley or P.G. Tips that they sell to American tourists in scenic places like the Cotswolds, or if they make it that far north, York. Why, why did I tell you she was like tea? Oh, yes, the Stephen coffee thing. After all, it does seem just a little odd to compare your, well, my, what should I say ones, mother to a hot beverage now, doesn't it? But then, I've always thought that I was like hot chocolate, uplifting and seductive. But when they introduced those newfangled calorie-saving sachet things, they wrecked my illusion. I became a watered-down, stingy creation that needed to be diluted with water, as opposed to frothed up with creamy milk. I became widely enjoyed as opposed to vaguely elitist. Sort of slagified, really, if you want to stretch the analogy a bit. (sighs) Anyway, where was I? Oh, yes, yes, Mum. Well, not too sure what to say, really. She shops at Tesco, but would prefer Dad to shop at Sainsbury's. She doesn't smoke, drinks red wine as opposed to white, and will never compromise on rosé. I know that doesn't say a great deal about her, Maybe you should ask her. No, really, it's no good asking me. I'm a generation behind. Dad? Married to Mum? At least, I presume so. I've never checked the certificate to make absolutely sure. Likes football? No, no sons to go with him. There's only me. Mum didn't want to have any more. Once or was enough for her insides. Yes, it was hard having friends with sisters, but before you say it, I didn't get into my relationship with Steve to punish myself for being inferior and to construct his girlfriend as a pseudo-unborn sister, or brother for that matter, either. I know I connect with her out of guilt. I've read Freud. I know all about society being biased because of the male-centred Oedipus complex. And no, I don't feel socially inferior because of it. No, I don't think inferiority comes into this at all. Me? What about me? I think we've done enough for today. You can't expect me to discuss everything that goes on in my life. This was only supposed to be for you to hear with your drink. You think I've done this for myself? As some kind of therapy? Are you sure?
0: From Brom to Manhattan, with Lucy Bruger as Kirsty, Throwing oranges to the ducks with Faye Honeyset as the child and Matthew Field as the dad. The Giving of Flowers, with Maggie Turner as Kath and Lucy Brueger as Lara. Hot Chocolate and Therapy with Emily Wright. Chocolate Orange Biscuits, written by Lisa Parry, directed by Marielle Runecker-Temple and produced by Fran Kirkham. Visit www.wirelesstheatrecompany.co.uk for more downloads.